Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look, friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's going to be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. Let me start this episode off with a bit of a question. What do you do that people don't understand? I feel like I go through different stages that throw people off sometimes, uh, a little bit unpredictable, as it were. And I don't know why, but I I actually enjoy it, okay? (laughs) I remember I went through this one phase once where it was just like a crazy pants phase. Crazy pants. I don't even know why, but I thought that these pants were like the coolest things. I had a pair of cheetah print pants. I also had a pair of, um, what's like that bandana pattern, like paisley or something. I had paisley pants. It was just like, I don't even know why. I remember, um, and I'm not sure if I shared this before or not on the podcast, but walking past my employer at the time's office and he's like, Derek, <laughs> as I'm walking by, I'm like, oh, hey. And he, he looks at me and he's like, did you wear your pajama pants to the to like to work today? And I was like, no, these are like, yeah, but they they definitely look like it. Coincidentally, um, he was also the type of person who wore uh, leather pants. So I don't know. Is that is that judgmental? I don't know. I'll let uh, you decide that. But uh, just feel like I go through these different stages. As I've mentioned before on the show, when I worked for the radio station street team, that's the promotional department. Uh, we'd go around and we would travel to different concerts and events. Part of my job was to drive even like the DJs around. And when they were speaking, I would like go and set up and hand out pamphlets. Anyway, it was quite the job. I had so much fun and I'm sure I'll share some of the wild stories in the future because let me tell you, when you get paid as a 17 year old to drive vehicles around and hang out with people at concerts, there, there are going to be stories. Okay. Anyway, I remember for whatever reason, wanting to, to like up my game. And once again, for whatever reason, I decided that in order to do that, I needed to dress better. I'm pretty sure I was still scarred from the, the bad pants phase or something. I was like, listen, we need to, we need to upgrade. Maybe that's out of order, but I'll just tell myself that version of my life story. Okay. So I kid you not, there I would be going to like some event in like a full on suit. Like I'm talking like I'd go to like fall fairs in a suit. I look like someone off of that movie, The Kingsman. I'd wear like vests sometimes with like my dress shirt and like a tie. And as a young kid, just a strange face. Turns out though that people took notice. I was driving with another DJ years later. This is maybe, I don't know, like four years, five years later. We were getting ready to leave the station and she takes one look at me and goes, what happened to you? I was like, um, like, what What do you mean? She's like, you used to dress so well. You like the, you know, dressed in like suits and you looked incredible. Now you're just wearing like hoodies and stuff. Why she decided to tell me that as we were leaving on a two hour journey, like together instead of when we got back, I do not know. But anyway, phases in life, things that we do that people don't understand. Another one for me is walking. I love to go on walks. If my wife Magdalena was on with me right now, she would tell you that walking isn't the problem. It's the way that I walked. I wasn't aware that you could walk incorrectly, but apparently you can and apparently I do. Something like, and I quote, Terry, you walk like my grandfather. I try to explain that, hey, 
I'm just thinking, I'm praying, I'm taking it all in. But it doesn't seem to really change the fact that apparently I remind her of her grandfather as I walk. I'm like, man, sorry I don't like practice my walking or walk fast enough. Okay, I'm just taking it easy, just going for a nice walk. I have this picture of those like speed walkers, you know, all just clenched up looking like a mom when the deli meat goes on sale at Costco. Anyway, the other day I was out for a walk and I was praying. Not about anything specifically, just lifting up different things to God. The weird thing was I wasn't feeling the same closeness in prayer that I usually do. So I kept praying and I kept walking. And finally, I'm like, Holy Spirit, why is it that I can't feel your presence to the same degree, at least? I know that you're always with me, but why is it that I can't feel your presence? And all of a sudden, my spirit, I had a word come to me. And that word was atrophy. Now, if you're in the fitness world, you probably heard this word or perhaps the opposite of it, hypertrophy. I kind of knew what it meant, but I I stopped and I looked up the definition and this is what the word is defined as. So atrophy of body tissue or an organ waste away, especially as a result of the degeneration of cells. Now, the second definition is what really piqued my interest. Gradually decline in effectiveness or vigor due to underuse or neglect. In that moment, the Holy Spirit started to show something to me that today I want to show to you. See, there are people right now that feel like the Holy Spirit is far off, you know, like God is not there for them or that for whatever reason, maybe hearing from God is reserved for some other people, maybe a great prayer life, one that is filled with power and authority is reserved for only their past life. Maybe it was just a past season, you know, maybe, maybe God just was speaking to me a lot because I really needed him back then when the truth is they're experiencing spiritual atrophy, a gradual decline in effectiveness due to underuse or neglect. And I'll even include that word too, a gradual decline in effectiveness or vigor due to underuse or neglect. Now, I told you about the walking, but I didn't tell you the backstory leading up to that walk. Basically, I came out of a very busy season. And as much as I tried to maintain good health, including good spiritual health, you know, with devotions, things like that, what I wasn't realizing is that actions do not equal closeness with God. You know? Actions do not equal closeness with God. A bit of a side tangent. So I recently got married. And this is one thing that I've been actively thinking about how, you know, just because I might try to show love by cleaning or doing all these different things, that does not actually replace closeness with my wife. And I just want to be really cognizant of that, thinking to myself, like, Terry, you can do all these things, but you're still kind of at ground zero here. Just because you clean stuff does not mean that that is like expressing love. Like it's a way of it, but it's not to the degree of a nice, close, intimate relationship with your wife. Just because I do devotions, talking about God now, just because I read the word, sure, it builds me up in my faith, but it doesn't replace me spending time in prayer with God and building that relationship. So I had what on the surface was a thought process that went something like, everything's good. My relationship with God, even in this busy season, is great. But really on the inside, it looked like a gradual decline in vigor due to underuse and what was neglect, atrophy. Now, why is it so important to talk about this? And I think there are many different reasons. See, humans, for the most part, love to see instant results. Let me clarify. We love to see instant positive results. When something doesn't work out right away or when it brings us discomfort, odds are, even if we know that, you know, that good can possibly come from it eventually, odds are we won't keep trying and trying and trying. We'll get discouraged and then eventually give up. See, what happens is we get distracted. Real life happens and we don't spend 
the time with God. So we think, all right, I'll schedule it in. So we get our Bibles, you know, with the millions of other things going on in our minds and go, all right, God, I'm here. Speak to me. And then nothing might happen. So what happens then? A lie starts to develop. Maybe lie is even too strong of a word for this phase. A thought starts to develop and happen. Oh, I guess I'm not hearing from God. I guess maybe God isn't speaking today. I guess, hey, like I did my part, but I should really get going because I got all these things to do and there's so many of them and it just keeps piling up. And then suddenly we take the truth that God is very present, that he wants to speak with us, the truth that King David realized when he said in Psalm 28 verse 1, to you, Lord, I call, you are my rock. Do not like turn a deaf ear to me, for if you remain silent, I'll be like those who go down to the pit. See, David is saying here, God, speak to me, because if you don't, what's the point? I might as well be like an unbeliever, someone who's dead. See, we can start to trade that truth for other thoughts. Then what happens is the next time we go to pray, we try again, and then the same thing might happen until the pattern develops and the thought that God does not speak to me becomes a false but still proven fact in our mind. Today, I'm not sure who this podcast is for, but I know that God has me doing this one for a very specific reason. And I want you to know that the Holy Spirit has sent me to tell you that those are lies that you've been believing. See, God wants to speak with you. He wants to give you the wisdom that you need for that situation that you've been going through. He's not some silent idol that people worship, some statue of a fat man that people bring fruit to. Like, how stupid is that? He is God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, who cares very deeply and specifically about every aspect of your life. So the question is then, how do we break this cycle of spiritual atrophy? And the answer for that is the same as the old saying, sometimes the only way is through. Since the word is usually used in the health space, let's take it there. So the pandemic has been going on for a while now. And where I live in the world, in Ontario, Canada, and as a result um, of the pandemic, uh, pandemic rather, gyms have been closed here. Uh, so at first I was doing the home workouts, but then one thing after another started popping up. And I hate to admit this, but I wasn't as diligent as I wanted to be. So I stopped at the beginning of this year for a few months in the, around the springtime. And what happened to me in those few months, well, I experienced the actual definition of atrophy. I noticed some of my like muscle mass start to go away. Finally, I came to my senses. I realized that no matter how much energy it takes, exercising for me is probably one of the best things I can do for myself because it gives me energy and it even helps me like release stress and you know, just de-stress, things like that. So I started up a routine again. Now I've done this before, so I knew what to expect. But the crazy thing is, if you ever stopped and then started working out again, it's honestly a lot easier to just push through when you feel like quitting in the first place, because when you experience atrophy, you need to wake things up again. And for me, it takes me about a week, a week and a half before I feel like I'm gaining energy, not just being drained of it. And let me tell you, when I'm trying to get back into the routine of working out, it does take a lot of energy, like a lot extra, like getting really tired throughout the days and you just kind of have to fight through it. So in the same way, let me encourage you right now, it's in the definition, gradual decline in effectiveness or vigor due to underuse or neglect. You have to get the vigor back. Vigor is defined as effort, energy, enthusiasm. And the way to do that is to realize what has been happening. You know, we need to replace the lies of God doesn't speak with I know God is my ever-present help. I know that he has sent the Holy Spirit who is the helper to partner with me in every area of my life. 
So you got to start to get your fight back. And then with energy, with effort, with enthusiasm, we need to stir it up. We need to fight the atrophy by doing the opposite of what it's caused. If it is causing us to draw back, we need to press forward. If it's causing us to be discouraged, we need to stand in authority and encourage ourselves in the promises and truth of God's word. God, I thank you that you want to speak with me. God, I thank you that in your word, it talks about bringing my concerns before you. And that if I do, your peace will hit my life. Your guidance will hit my life. My friends, we do not have time to have our most important lifeline severed off. In case you didn't realize, there's a spiritual battle going on right now, and it's hitting our lives differently. You know, for some, it's health related. For some, it's legitimate demonic attack. For some, it's relationship related. But let me ask you a question. Don't you think that the devil would want to take away the very relationship and communication with the very one who has the power to completely destroy every single plan that he would send your way? Of course. So let's see it for what it is. You know, let's take back the ground that has been attempted to be stolen or maybe even temporarily has been stolen to walk in the greatness that God has for each and every one of us. I know that God has a plan for you, my friend, that he has a plan for your family, that there is purpose just all over your life, just around your life. Some people even just waiting to flood into your lives. Do not allow the enemy to steal from you. Remember, he's the father of lies. So the next time he tries to convince you that you cannot hear from God or that it's reserved for someone else or a different season in your life or a time or like, you know, your past life or whatever, I want you to call it what it is. Hey, that's a lie. The Holy Spirit and God did not go anywhere. We only need to start stirring it up again in faith destroying all forms of spiritual atrophy in our lives. I love you. I'm praying for you. Now, let me encourage you, go out there, be a man and a woman, not who just listens, nods the head. Oh, good podcast, good point. I'm going to do my work, forget about it. Not just someone who goes around and talks, but go out there and be a man and a woman of action. 